We have all celebrated milestones in our career journey and also waded through rough waters. But it takes only an email to define that sinking feeling when you lose sense of time, place, purpose, accomplishments, and everything that you have built in your career. An email that indicates you are being laid off. It brings along an overwhelming mass of emotions, questions, doubts, self-worth, and so much more. With the anxiety, uncertainty, and inner turmoil, the biggest and the most relevant question that takes up space is, what do I do next? To discuss this today, we have with us Sonika Aaron, serving as the CEO at HR consulting firm Marching Sheep. Boasting of a 20-year-plus experience in human resources, Sonika has contributed her skills to renowned organizations such as Philips, Vodafone, and PepsiCo. Notably, Forbes magazine recognized her as one of the top 20 women entrepreneurs in India in the year 2020. And in 21, Forbes had her be recognized as most valued people in India. From transitioning dilemmas like quitting or switching your job to the dreaded career breaks. From make or break situations like negotiating CTCs or handling feedback between peers. To people-related complexities like handling a difficult manager or a toxic work environment. Workwise, we cover it all. Hi, welcome to Workwise with Nokri, a show to help you work better and accelerate your career. Sonika, thank you so much for being here today with us to discuss this difficult situation. Thank you so much, Meera, for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Sonika, allow me to set a little context with my own experience. My first job, within a little after five years, I was laid off. It hit like a bolt. And I remember the first thing I did when I dropped, came home and I dropped the bag was cry bucket clothes. Because the first place it hit was my self-worth. Everything seemed to have crashed in that moment. Maybe there was a drama queen moment. But I know it happens to people. Now, what is your advice on how to best deal the first few instances when you learn you've been laid off? Very nice question and uh, something that we should all think about. You know, when you were speaking initially, you said there is an email which comes. I don't know if you recall that, you know, during COVID, mm. there were some very unempathetic ways in which people were laid off. Yes the three-minute Zoom calls, people calling over WhatsApp and saying that if you do not send your resignation letters, um, you will be sent to or relocated to some godforsaken place and there will be no relieving letter, no FNF and God knows what not. So there has been a lot of knee-jerk layoff as well. Uh, before I address your question uh, on how um, to deal with the loss, the first thing I want people to understand is that what is happening right now since COVID, uh, since AI coming in, a lot of technological advancements coming in, a lot of restructuring happening, uh, business models changing. Layoffs are no longer because of 
one's competence, skill set, performance only, and your future employer recognizes that. Thank you for putting it across like that. It is nothing personal. It, it is not, not your competence. Personal. Yes. Correct. Yes. Now, having said that, mm. that question will always come to your mind. Why me? Mm. Right. Mm. So I always say that all emotions are important. Mm. So when you do get that message that you are one of the people impacted, it is important to deal with that emotion rather than bury that emotion and say, now I need to start working towards a solution. Wow, I like that. Thank you. Now, another thing that hit me again when I faced this. So my profession involved me to have laser sharp awareness, alertness regarding medical documentation. My first job as a clinical researcher needed me to see what was not said, needed me to see what was not documented, needed me to hear what was not said, be able to catch what may have gone amiss. That's what quality experts do. So when the news of being laid off hit, apart from it being a blow on self-worth, it was like, how did I not see this coming? The question is, Sonika, how can we help our viewers identify sooner, better, have their ears to the ground? What are the signs that could tell them, hey, be alert? Uh, uh, Meera, it's, there's a very fine line between paranoia mm. and being um, informed and alert. Mm. Okay, So we saw both uh, during COVID. I don't know if you recall, uh, after the first set of layoffs in the first wave, mm. uh, there were a lot of companies that took knee-jerk reactions mm. and there were mass layoffs, right? And when that happened, just about everybody uh, thought that they would get laid off and um, there was mass hysteria. And that essentially happened because some of the very large organizations uh, did uh, layoffs in a very um, public manner. Okay. Uh, right? So... Um, and they felt that, you know, if these large MNCs could do it in such a public manner, then what would happen here? Mm. Uh, so when this happened, um, there was a lot of paranoia. But mm. at the same time, uh, there were a lot of companies which were also showing signs in the form of restructuring. Mm. They were showing signs in the form of changing of business models. Mm. They were showing signs in the form of uh, lack of transparency in communication. Mm. Uh, they were shutting down, for example, um, or, or freezing of, of hiring. Right. Right. So when you stop freezing or, or you stop hiring right. in the sales function, in a business, mm. that should said, uh, send red, red, red signals immediately mm. or red flags immediately. Mm. Okay, uh, uh, you know, you're not hiring in a sales function or a marketing function, which means the what is going to happen. Is held back, yes. Right, so I recall that one of the publications, leading publications, shut down their magazine overnight and everybody was given a pink slip on a Sunday morning. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, 
they were all taken unawares hmm. but then when they started questioning they said but we were not getting any resources for the past one month hmm. why did we not see it hmm. Hmm. life was not bau for the last one month or so right right so which dream world were we living in hmm. Hmm. so uh, these were little are little things that we need to you know keep an eye uh open for or ear to the ground start speaking start asking questions um there would be people who would say that listen hmm look out hmm hmm right i appreciate you saying that it's very powerful instead of trying to be a spy who just catching conversations left right and center find out the right people to go have a open conversation ask the difficult question should we be concerned yes because you know many times we behave like ostriches ha that you know if i bury my head keep doing my work it will pass me by it so doesn't true. so true i think i recognize i was in denial this is talking to me right now and <laughs> this is this is so true yeah yeah but it doesn't yeah. right it it catches you yeah. so it's better to pull your head out take those difficult conversations go ask your chro ask your business head yeah. say that what is the business strategy how does it look like 6 months from now are we even going to be there yeah. right we've stopped hiring sales people we've stopped hiring editors we've stopped you know looking for new news or whatever yeah. um what's the plan right right and if we feel that it's time to look around move on yeah. then do it proactively hmm hmm now it takes awareness to a not look at it personally b uh, look for the next set of avenues so i'm going to tap into your expertise as an hr specialist when walking out i'm going to ask this question in two parts when walking out exiting an organization because we've been laid off what are the key things for us to look into in terms of our rights severance appears like a right i understand it must be somewhere in black and white and therefore we can bring it up so what are the rights they should look out for what are the questions they should have as a checklist ready and the other thing i want to ask you is that when they step into their next job what are certain policy documents rules regulations they should be looking out for so that they can anticipate am i well covered so uh, you know from a mandatory legal perspective hmm. um every organization will have pf gratuity correct esic insurance these are uh, the standard hygiene, yes. hygiene ones yes but let's say when i look for severance hmm. right what is the notice period hmm. right um today uh, the workforce is divided between uh, whether it should be a short notice period or a long notice period Hmm. Now when you are looking for a short notice period when I voluntarily leave an organization I want a short notice period because I want to quickly go to my new employer. Hmm. But when I am laid off I, I don't to... want a Correct. short notice period because I want a period landing period. Correct. Right? Yes. Now that is where an employer then has uh, a choice. Oh. right whether they want to give a longer 
retention plan uh, i i would called a landing period landing period hmm. where they understand that you know they will not get a job or might it might be difficult and the more senior an employee gets hmm. um, the pyramid gets narrower and okay. therefore the number of jobs available are lesser so they might require more time hmm. Hmm. right so they might like they, they might like to give a longer landing period maybe be of 3 months so that they can get a job the other thing that they might want to extend is let's say um the medical benefits hmm. for some time hmm. because when medical benefits get extended it is not just to the employee it is also to the family right to the children right. to dependent parents and suddenly the employee finds hmm. that all these risks are directly coming and right now i don't even have an income correct there's no safety net there's no safety net hmm. so that's the other thing that they can uh, hmm. look at hmm. uh, the third thing is the infrastructure many employees do not have a personal laptop at home correct they are only using the company laptop can that asset be provided for till the employee gets a second so um i recall that you know for one of the organizations where we were looking at outsourcing a mm. full, full function mm. uh, to another organization there was a complete plan of transition mm. so when an employee transitioned from our organization to another there was a complete hand holding of 6 months right right where they got benefits from our organization till they became employees of the next organization so from medical to insurance to laptop assistance to leave to housing you know so there was complete security correct i appreciate how you're really using this voice and this opportunity right now to speak to the employers and help them wake up in the process as well to make sure they're not being unfair in any way to their staff what i also heard is that these things that you're asking employers to do right give them the necessary technology support if you can give them the necessary medical support that you can I'm hearing that these are the questions that I as an employee can go and ask for. It's like okay, I understand this news has come in, but my request is can you help take care of these for us while I'm transitioning beyond the severance? This can this be addressed. So that gives me a clue but I still want to ask is severance negotiable? severance uh, see it will depend on what are the resources and the budgets available mm. to the organization if the organization is going under mm. then it might be very difficult see it's a two way street mm-hmm. right mm. everything is mutual mm. but there are organizations that have deep pockets right. they are doing it because they have found a more uh optimized and uh, more um uh cost friendly friendly method mm-hmm. of doing the same thing mm-hmm. and they don't need that much of manpower anymore right right, right. so recently we heard of a lot of large tech giants mm-hmm. who are replacing ai mm-hmm. and therefore reducing their uh, manpower completely understood but these organizations do have deep pockets and they can make it easier for these employees to 
transition out. Hmm. Then there are organizations which might be going under or which hmm. might be really in a tough spot. And we've heard of so many startups hmm. in the recent past which have not made it. That's right. Now, in such a case, it might be a situation where um, the organization might not have the resources. Hmm. But there the founders and co-founders can still take a very humane um, uh, view wherein they can uh, look into their network mm. and get their people placed. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah. So we can ask We can employers. ask for help. Right. We can ask for help and say that, you know, I understand because see, you know, uh, very often, uh, you know, when, when a startup starts, they're small mm. teams, mm. they work very closely, they become friends and a founder and a co-founder, they know exactly what is the skill set of the people they're working with. So true. And for them to recommend a person and say that, listen, I know this person, this person will be an asset to your team, reaching out to their friends from school, college, ex-colleagues from companies will be so much easier. Yes. So having a transparent conversation mm. is very important. Mm. Walking away without a conversation mm. is not something that people should do. Mm. But at the same time, having an angry conversation doesn't help anyone. Mm. So now you're actually touching right where I wanted to go. This whole burning bridges conversation just brews. Our emotions take over, we get angry or we get passive aggressive. Let's face it, we're going through a loss. Yes. How do you think we can best manage it amicably? Sleep over it. <laughs> I like that advice. Yeah. You know, if you have to sleep over it for a week, sleep over it for a week. Now, when I when I deal with it, it might take a day, it might take three days, it might take five days. Hmm. Having the conversation after I have dealt with it, maybe it will help us in preventing precisely right burning yes. of bridges. There is something known as an exit interview. Yes. Right? 99.9% .9 of the times, people do not speak the truth hmm. in the exit interview. Hmm. Hmm. I would encourage employees to say the truth in the exit interview. Hmm. Don't say it with malice. Right. Not brutally. Not brutally, not with malice, but right. give the right feedback. Right. Events as they happen. You need not take names of people because the moment you start taking names, it becomes personal. Hmm. It becomes with malintent saying, I am complaining about Meera hmm. and I want Meera to bear the consequences. Hmm. That is where you burn bridges. Hmm. All I'm trying to say is that Use exit interview for benefit of other people who stay on in organizations. So, uh, and it is also a fact that many people who did get layoff, lay, uh, laid off, uh, they got jobs within six months hmm, of hmm. being laid off. Hmm. And that is because it was not a function of their competence or, uh, you know, their... Um, skill set or whatever. It was just that it was an optimization of resources in those organizations. Right, right. Since our conversation is bounce back, I'm now rephrasing to 
bouncing forward. And I'm inviting that us as people do not keep falling back into the same patterns of jobs and same roles and same set of bosses. So more like really bounce forward. What's your advice to us? There are lots of things that one can do. So for example, I think everyone needs to do hmm. is to constantly learn and reinvent themselves. Hmm. The kind of work that, let me take HR, right? The kind of work that I was doing 20 years back when I started my career hmm. and the kind of work people in a similar job are doing today is poles apart, hmm. right? depending on the field that you are in. I think you should look at how is the field evolving mm. and what is it that organizations are focusing on and if it is in sync with your area of interest, there is no harm in equipping yourself with some of the updated skill sets. Right. Match the need of what the industry wants. Yes. Mm. Then uh, the second uh, thing is that rightly or wrongly, um, people who help you get jobs mm. might try to squeeze people by saying that because you got laid off mm. or you are without a job right now, mm. you are not in a position to negotiate. So take the first job you get, yeah. uh, at least you will be employed. Yeah, that's scarcity and, speaking. Severely. And I would strongly recommend mm. that don't fall into this trap because mm. you are always in a position to negotiate. Nobody knows your skill set, your competencies, your achievements better than you do. So true. Yes. Learn how to articulate and communicate them in the most compelling manner possible. Mm, mm. If you need help there, reach out to your old managers, your old colleagues, senior colleagues, so that they can help you there. Mm. You would have well-wishers you would have worked with. Mm, mm. I don't know if, my, if it works for you or not, but I give this advice to everyone. Please write one article a week and publish it on Pulse. Hmm. It makes you visible in terms of the kind of knowledge you hold. Right. Right. Um, intelligently uh, comment on the posts of other people in your industry. There are some set of people who will make very arbit comments. Hmm. You know, hmm. they can sometimes cross the line and be almost... Um, intrusive or uh, subtly abusive subtly abusive hmm. don't cross that line hmm. but do let your opinion be made even if it's contrarian to the uh, author of the post right so for example i saw a post the other day of somebody saying in davos hmm. that um, it is important for people to come back to office because people, if they are working work from home, are not productive. Mm -hmm. I do not agree. Mm. And I very respectfully mm. made my point on that post. Mm. Um, that's my opinion. Right. Right. But I was respectful and I made my, my, my point. Right. When you are seen, uh, 
you know commenting on other people's posts when you are seen writing articles in your area of expertise in a differing opinion in a in whichever differing opinion okay, or ways. whatever yes you know you are visible at least twice or thrice a week so mm. the linkedin algorithm i think sees at least thrice a week kind of a visibility right the next one is have a backup mm. a mm. source of income mm. the third thing which i would say and i'm not saying do moonlighting um all of us are good at something else mm. you know um there is this person i know um a very good writer mm. an extremely good writer mm. and this person started writing short stories and these short stories they compiled into a book and it became a hot seller beautiful now along with being fully employed this is a source of passive income mm. there is somebody else i know who paints mm. over the weekends mm. and what stops this person from putting these paintings in a gallery mm. maybe they will start small but maybe one day they will start becoming a source of passive income absolutely the second thing look please make sure there are other backups in your life so that when you face with the situation doesn't happen like have a double income have an emergency fund there are other places where you can make sure that you're looked after you're resourced sonika thank you so much for guiding us through all these scenarios that play out in a person's life when they are getting laid off i've personally experienced it i wish i had heard this conversation sooner i trust that i'm wise enough to make the most of it even today and i can just imagine how much value has gone out to our viewers today to our audience today for being prepared for this uncertain outcome that may just happen thank you thank you so much meera i really enjoyed myself and thank you for inviting me thank you so much for listening to this episode of workwise with nokri i hope you enjoyed listening to us if you did don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on apple podcast Spotify or wherever you're listening to this. Also, do share this with your friends who'd benefit from this episode. I'm your host Meera Swaroop and you were listening to Workwise with Nokri, a career podcast from nokri.com produced by Wine Studio.